1: The so Wake Up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello my radiant lights. Woo, I see you guys beaming, beaming, beaming. Hello, welcome. Oh, hello, everyone in the chat. Also, it's really so great to see all of you um, in the chat room, also known as the Sacred Space and Empowerment Room. Oh, so wonderful. Um, If you're new to the program, the chat, a lot of good insight and information in the chat. They're my co-pilots and my sound engineers. They really help to anchor the energy. I want to welcome everyone that's listening by phone and the archives. Uh, some people ask, "Why do you always say about the archives?" Because so many people listen and by the archives, and you know, stream the show later. And sometimes I get emails. I wish I could be there live, and I just want you to know that you are though. Good to hear your voice, Tammy. <laughs> Through the chat. I feel you. Good to feel your vibes, Tammy. So, yeah, you know, it's so interesting. Um, Let's get little details out of the way. If you're new to the program um, and you are listening by phone and you want a reading or you want to chat or say hi, um, press 1 on your keypad. If you're just surfing or browsing through, the number to call in is 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad. And uh, I do a deep dive from spirit opening up to source energies, God the all that is, my guides, higher self, just be present (laughs) and relay the information. And sometimes I get email questions also or questions on Awakenings uh, page on Facebook or my Instagram and I bring those in the mix as well. And we do that the first half of the program, so I will be getting the callers, and then the second half, we have our awakening dialogue, and today we have uh, Robert Wilkinson, yay, that's coming back to do a deep dive with us. Um, We're going to talk about the aspects, I believe, of Mars and see what's going on with this conflict. You guys in the chat and on the phone, let, let me know how you're doing, please. Okay, I see lots of callers. So if you're in the queue and you wanted a reading or to share something about your awakening path or whatever you'd like to share, uh, press 1 on the keypad. And, again, that number is 347 and press 1 on the keypad. So um, that's very interesting. What I heard from my guides, and they said you've got to pick this up, there's been a lot of reversals this month. And I know we're wrapping out of a retrograde, um, you know, shadow, we're in the shadow phase. But it's more than that. You know, sometimes things are bigger than the astrological aspects. They, they're just, there's cycles within cycles. And so we really are in this reset. We, kept, we keep getting reset. And there's something we all need to get that keeps flashing in our mind. And is it this? Is it this? Is it this? There's something we need to get collectively and individually. So this, the, the numerology of this month is a is a 47, which is a, breaks down to 11, which is a, but also a two. So there can be a lot of inner conflicts right now, or conflict with the other. I almost feel like, you know, the twin soul or twin flame journey. It's it's the you know, they talk about the divine masculine and divine feminine. But we really got to get the view that it's really, it's what's within us. It's the divine feminine, divine masculine, or the the, the magnetic and electrical aspect of our being. I like to get it out as far as we can beyond the duality, you know, within the polarity plane. And so we're really being challenged to how magnetic do I be? How do I just open to what is and go with the flow and, and, Again, hand over what I know what I think I know and my plans to this higher self higher power higher energy this divine force force of nature force of um, creative um, interplay it's this creative force within us and and then how much do I respond to that and and what I call have inspired action. So it's a bit of a dilemma because we're so used to in the old paradigm, we're so used to forcing or making things happen because we feel separate from everything and everyone. I don't know about all of you. And even, I mean, I can only imagine where we're going because even as a psychic medium and a channel, and an empath, I pick up so much on people, it's like a hundred times more. <laughs> it's like a hundred times more, and I'm getting all these confirmations. So that, that tells me, see, what we're doing here we need to do in our everyday life. We have to figure out how do I do what I do when I come to a program, like Awakenings or In Session or with a couple of great, friends of mine, you know, or in this great workshop or this yoga retreat, we're really being called to live forth by that higher dimensional aspect of our being. The more extended or expanded, we're really being pushed or called to live beyond the dualistic plane. That's what it is. You know, it's there. Obviously duality has to be there. We have, we have, we are on a continuum a polarity plane. We have the masculine, the feminine, we have that, create something. We, we have, you know, you know, you can go back to biology, just how a, a, a body is, is conceived and born that, that allows for a being to come through and inhabited that, that body, that form. But, not, but so many of us, and, you know, even me too, I have to just contemplate it extra, like, what does that really mean when we break it down to energy? You know, and when two people come together, there's a certain balance of the masculine and feminine within them, beyond gender. This isn't about if they're in a female body or male body. But our whole existence, our planetary existence is based on this, and it has shifted. It has shifted. And I remember in the 90s, um, I think it's Greg Braden's Zero Point, something opening to Zero Point, and he was doing all these um kind of low-key, small group um, talking about this. And a lot of the, you know, metaphysicians and scientists, quantum physicists were talking about, you know, the zero point and the, the earth shifting its axis becoming less magnetic and, and the fear of that. But what I'm saying is there's nothing to fear. It means we need to be more magnetic. <laughs> it's just bottom line. The game has changed. So but we, have the shadow, we have the last vestiges of it coming up. And, and there's a lot of confusion, like, wait, how, how do I, how do I be, what do I do, you know? This person did that to me, so I need to, because we've been taught, if you let something slide, that that's weakness. And I can tell you, I've been in some situations, even where I intervene, cause I was always the person on the, um, you know, on the, on the, what do I want to call it, in the the playground or whatever, always been my life to go for, you know, healthy underdog. Um, So if somebody was being bullied, I would be right there stepping in. (laughs) Still do that now, like with homeless. Um, You know, I'll intervene and stop that. You know, if I see somebody hitting or I'll drive with my car and I'll beep if there's an argument, Um, because I just want that, I just People need to feel safe. That needs not to happen. So even in that, you know, we've been taught that if you don't fight, if you don't fight back, you're weak. If you don't show this outer muscly strength, you're weak. And that's just not true. You're actually very strong or you're playing a different game. You see something different. You're aware of something different, something that is more um, beyond that. So you're really going to ask yourself, and maybe Robert's going to be diving into some of this, we have to really ask ourselves, you know, what do we want to get involved in? You know, what little machinations? You see it in the, obviously you see it in the socials, you know, the social media and in the press, all these little, I don't know, they even call turned termed one of them a Karen or something. I don't know. I've seen them. There's different names for for different people. That's the fight. But when we, when we constantly fighting, I mean, there is a to fight or fight back. The, the, the Mahabharata talks about that, the, the Indian, um, the book, you know, of kind of of allegories and life symbolism and metaphor and holy, you know, scriptures and uh, Eastern or Hindu t- tradition, um, this cosmic play. But you also need to recognize how the game has changed and/or is changing, however you want to look at it. And so, there's what is the higher principle rules of engagement. And what is your personal truth beyond getting triggered or beyond reacting in a am supposed to way, I'm supposed to do this way? You know, so there are, there are a lot of ways to, um, I don't want to say even fight back. I mean, you could use that term, I guess. Um, there are a lot of ways to shift, change, because that's what a fight is, right? When I, when somebody says something or does something you don't like or somebody, you know, in that, in that way, you definitely shift the energy if you punch them in the nose or something, right? Or you do something like that or whatever the fight is. It's the oppositional force. It's needed. So needed. So necessary. But we also have to look at in what way. What way speaks to your higher truth? And if old ways of fighting haven't worked, they're not going to work again. That's the thing. We that I say that. You cannot change a problem from the same consciousness and mindset the problem was created. We talk about that in, as a hypnotherapist in my training, we learn that. To change something, you have to get out of the representational system that the the problem is in or is perceived to be in. You have to get out of that mindset. You have to shift the mindset. You know, years ago, I worked with a woman, and she was in an abusive relationship. She had been in a few. Uh, This wasn't physical. She had been in physical and then left, but this was emotional. And she would leave or they would not date. But then, you know, she would felt bad in session. She would say, oh, I talked to him again or he came back in. And I said, listen, I said, I really have no judgment on this. Obviously, I, I would tell you as a therapist, as a guide, as a friend, if it's physical, you really need to get out of there. Um, you know, it's not to say that the emotional can't be just as bad, but, but the physical harm. But what I suggest, I said, let's work on the consciousness that is allowing you to stay in this. And so let's not be in judgment about where you find yourself because there's a reason from how you were raised and grew up and what you've experienced. And I said, but when you shift your consciousness, there's growth. There's a different level without judging, different level or different understanding of self-esteem and worth and, and what's important to you. So, whatever that consciousness means to you, whatever that shift is, this will no longer hold the frequency. It will no longer hold the frequency for you to experience. I said, it'll be like, because she was really into health, didn't eat sugar and stuff. So I said, it would be like you eating a brownie. She said, oh, I hate brownie. I hate all that sugar. I said, okay. So, whatever you, so ultimately, all our change, all our growth, happens in the shift of consciousness but we have to give ourselves the time the energy the place to do that the sacredness the patience and I'm, you're going to hear me say it more and more i don't know probably tell everybody's sick of hearing it <laughs> or oh, i'm sick of hearing it from myself but each and every one of you by working on yourself and true choosing choosing to live more awake aware more conscious to make those decisions to live more by your soul and less by the ego or less by wounding, the wounded, you are contributing to the whole 10,000%. That's all I can say because it radiates out. And then if you have the courage to start sharing your truth and start acting upon your gifts, your talents, your soul gifts, if you have to put that out there more in the world, because your consciousness will go through that product, that service, that book, whatever it is, that communication, that whatever it is that you're extending yourself out in the world with. That, will, that is your passion. That's the emotion. That's the carrier wave. That will be the representation of that. So we all have a lot to contribute, and there's more and more research on how this works, you know, you can look back in the archives. We've had many guests that talk about this, from Dr. Bruce Litson to Greg Brayden. um So many more, you know. Uh, obviously, Lynn McTaggart, Larry Dossie and his whole intention experiment. Um, David Hawkins. So There's just more and more. There's even other people that I'm not recalling right now. Um, Mark Allen. Um, Tara Swart from the source, secrets of the universe, the science of the brain. You know, you can look up in heart math. There's so many ways that it's being proven, what many of us have known as holistic health practitioners, shamans, guides, hypnotherapists, whatever the background. Wherever. So if you start to understand that more, I feel like it's going to help you inform your decisions in a way that is more not only beneficial and life-enhancing for you, but more in your soul alignment, where you're feeling, "I am contributing to the whole. I am making a difference," because everything and everyone is interconnected. And I always go back to that: what is it from quantum physics? You know, waving our hand, those molecules are, are felt. That we, we we disrupt molecules, thousands of miles away and then the I Ching says that is like thought and so be aware of what you're thinking because those thoughts radiate out thousands of miles. What's going to happen is in the new paradigm we're going to be very intricately aware of this um, and you can set your day to it too you can set your day to this kind, to have this kind of you know, experience and understanding of this interconnectedness of everything and everyone. All right, let's get to callers, just sacred callers. Hello and welcome. You're on awakenings. Welcome to the program. Hello. Hi, you're on air. Hello.
4: Hi. Hi. Yeah,
5: you're um, on air.
4: who is this? Hi, thanks, uh-huh. Liliana. Hi, Hi Liliana. Val. I um I just wanted to know. Um there is um a guy, his name is Ruben Jacobayan and he's in Spain and uh we've been having a relationship but I don't know if he's trustworthy and I don't know if you know, if if he will mm. be loyal to me and you know, he says that he loves me and you know, wants to spend the rest of my life and can't wait to do this. But I just don't know if. Um,
1: well, I'm going to say, he's first off, you do, you do know, because if you if trustworthy, we get that vibe. And so but I feel like there could be power struggles of what he feels like he, he could do or should do. I, I feel like for also, I feel like it's very new. Is this very new? It feels like a very new situation. Uh, well, since January. Okay, so that's pretty new. And you haven't been seeing him, right, in person? Well, because of COVID,
4: I haven't been able to travel to Spain. And I'm here now, and he said he met someone. Like, he told me the day before that I was leaving that yeah. he met someone, and he just wants to put it out there, you know, just wants Well, there to be honest I tell with you.
3: me. And
1: so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so you already know the answer, Liliana. I, I feel like he's the type, like, I'm here on my own. Don't they're, they're, You It's so new, but this will come out. There's power struggles with this guy. Like, well, I'm, you're there, I'm here. I'm just letting you know how it is. Or, you know, I, I met someone. We have this great connection. So it's a subtle something. And what I feel with you, I feel like you're in a certain type of boat. And he's in a different one. And you're trying to get him to kind of come over to your boat or kind of have your idea or belief. I feel like if you really were talking to him more in the same city, you would just see how, I feel like the differences would become more prominent. Right? Right. Liliana. Yeah. So. Yeah. Is he going to be not be with someone else kissing or screwing or whatever, um, no. He's going to be, and he's going to feel he has a right to do that because you're here, he's there, and he just happened to have this great connection, and I just want to let you know. I want to be honest with you. So if you want to open relationship, because I don't feel that that would change by you being in the same city or town or whatever. Oh, so you I feel think he's you met bit-
4: someone that he not He's very connected to you right now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I wasn't sure if it was like a rebound or just a fling or. But does it?
1: But does it matter? But see, it doesn't. But see, it doesn't matter because see, your mind is caught in this now. And I feel for you. I've been there. It's just the thing is, he's just different. And the thing is, it's not Corona. It's like he's different. He's not like you aren't going to be. Go, go, you don't have any reason to want to be with someone else. And so if somebody right. has that, they're not not—they're not going to want to be with someone else. And you deserve somebody that's like that. There are those people out there that are like, "Who shoot, I miss you. But they're not looking around. And he's looking around. He's open. hes a, You know, I feel he's attractive. I feel he's charismatic. More so, he's charismatic. So I feel mm-hmm. like he's, you know, um, I feel like you know the answer and I feel like it would ultimately be this power struggle of, well, you said you care to me or you love me or you wanted this or you wanted to be together. Well, yeah, I do, but then there's other people. This person's like a friend, you know, even though we had this amazing affair, now we're just friends. And it's like, well, what does that mean? Now you're going to be like, well, you had this affair, you were sleeping with her, now you were just friends, what's going on? So I feel like it's a mismatch, but I feel like if you just focus on right now what it is you want, what's your values, principles, and beliefs, what you want to draw in, then that right partner is going to be there for you. And, you're, and this is not going to be an issue. You're not even going to be wondering if you can trust him or not. You're going to feel it. Okay. Okay. So he's
4: definitely not. Uh, it,
1: well, that, you're going not to, I'm right not going partner. to answer that question for you. I'm going to, I, I want you just to re-listen to what I said, and then you can make the informed mm-hmm. decision. Okay. Right. All right, sweetie. Yeah. Keep us posted. Hang in so, there. Okay.
4: You're
1: okay. Hello, and welcome to Awakening. You're on air.
3: Hi, my name is
1: Kay, and I'm calling from Atlanta. Hi, Kay. What's your question? Uh, my question is
3: regarding
5: my career. Things are just going really good right now, but I was just trying to see, how do you see things, Chris, and maybe within the next Five months or so. Uh, we have right now really big, big time for my unit, and um, we had someone leave. My manager left, so I'm just wondering how things are. I feel
1: like I feel there could be some fluctuations August, September, but I feel you getting through it. I feel like things are stable there. Okay. Um, so you're good. Okay. You can I'll focus just on enough. your personal life. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which, is, which is going in. wonderful right now So yes, thank you Good, well then just enjoy that Just, yes Just okay, enjoy good. that Thank you so much
5: Thank you. You're you welcome mm-hmm.
1: Hello, welcome to the program What's your name? I'm Michelle, this is
3: Sonia
1: Tanya? Tanya with an S Sonia, hey Sonia, welcome Hi Hi, how are you? Can you hear me okay? I'm doing great. I can hear you now,
3: yeah. Okay. All right. I'm in my car. Um. Okay. Yeah. So I had, uh, I always have like so many questions for you, and I usually listen to you
2: in the archive. Oh. Um,
3: so I'm excited to be here with you today. Um, I actually had a reading with you not too long ago as well. I had a reading in May. Oh, very cool. Um, okay. Yeah. Which is like my third one. <laughs> So, um anyway, yeah, I I don't I I have lots of questions that I'm trying to figure out if I should ask you the like, you know, deep questions or the ego ego questions with career, but Well they're all great. So we well, they, well, I know I have so the ego questions always from,
1: have a deep connection. So whichever one you're drawn so, to, whichever question.
3: Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm drawn to the over the weekend, um, over the weekend I had a kind of a a scary experience um, with the ocean with my kids and Mm
5: -hmm. it didn't
3: last long, like, like maybe three minutes it got, but it was, it was quite alarming. Like, you know, like that was it. And Mm -hmm. and so in that moment there was, I just like looking back, it was just like, I feel like there were so many truths that I just like all solidified and then, interestingly, that evening, I went and looked at some of your YouTube um, uh, pick a cards. And I don't remember which one it was, but I picked soul story number two. And it just was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. It was just so, I mean, there were so many messages in that soul story number two that reflected on what just happened that day. And I don't know if you mm. have any anything you're picking up that, like, could help me. Sort of um, translate that
1: experience,
3: or if there's any messages in that, if in itself. I think it's the
1: first to thing to I heard was well, don't well the, first me. the first, the first, well, no, the first thing I'm hearing is pay it, pay attention to be aware, and also how you you made it through. Does that make sense? You made it through, or you all made it through? Yeah. Yeah. So it's sad. I, I, I don't remember how many times it is, but there's, like, throughout our lifetime, there's, like, thousands of times where we almost died. It just wasn't the right timing, okay. whether it was a car. Sometimes things we don't even know that we miss. Right. And I feel every yeah. now and then we have something, and, and it brings forth gratitude just for us. Like, it makes see, it's making you more aware. Now you went to the videos. You did the pick a card. Now you're more in touch with your spirit. So sometimes these things happen. It's it's just the byproduct of it happening makes us much more aware of spirit, of God, of nature, of gratitude, of wow, we got through it, or I appreciate this moment. Not that you weren't feeling that already. It's just an up-leveling yeah. in your awareness right? It's just an up-leveling in your awareness. So I do feel there is something about you being more aware right now. Just be aware. Not be aware, but being aware. Your, that's, uh-huh. your awareness is heightened. Any, uh, any okay. other
3: people, like any, anyone else in that circle is more aware as well? <laughs> or is, it, is there a ripple effect?
1: It can be, but I feel like right now this is – I feel like this is more about you. This is more about you. I don't feel like they're looking around and looking at the signs or going on the Internet and getting a reading. So sometimes you have to just acknowledge that how, are, how am I going to use this experience, you know, for my path. Someone else may or may not, you know, at least right away. You could have some conversations down the road is what I'm hearing. But I don't feel they're yeah. on the same level or the same path as you, so I don't feel them having this conversation in their head.
3: Yeah, yeah no surprise. Okay. <laughs> right? All right, Shania, sweetie, I got a scoot. Okay. Thank but you. But I'm so glad to hear you. All right, your, thank you. Hello? So oh,
1: glad to hear your, you. your voice. Okay. Big hug. Oh, good to
3: talk
6: Bye. to
1: you. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye.
0: Hello and welcome to Awakenings. You're on
1: air. Hey, Michelle. This is Owen. Hey, Owen. Welcome.
0: Thank you. Okay. I, it's been a couple of years since I've called in, uh, but I was just I was listening in and I realized it's been like ten years since I started listening to your show.
1: Yeah, you were in the beginning. Yeah. Wow. I love it. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Um yeah. So OGs like, are in the
1: house today. But yeah, OG's well, in the, the house. Family OG is here. <laughs> right.
0: I love it. <laughs> There's the OGs
1: in the original OGs. <laughs>
0: um, so I was just wondering I'm I'm calling about a possible oh, like move in the future. That's what I called about like a couple years ago too. But I'm just wondering if you're picking up on anything with regards to, um, you know, I have no idea what, you know, what things are going to be like in the fall with, like, the second wave and if I'll have a job and all of that. And I am kind of missing the country. Um, and I'm just wondering if you see me. I feel about a lot of people mountain. are going
1: to be moving and, you're the, and a lot of people are moving. Country desert. A lot of people from the city are moving there. A lot of people that are living in the rural outskirts are moving to city. There's just going to be a lot of movement, and you yeah. have to really time it by the openings, is what I hear. Mm-hmm. Um, now I feel very interesting around you. I, I get, I get, I get a few things. I get music. I get song.
0: Yeah. But
1: I also get working, woodworking, or working with your hands. So I feel like there's something else that's going to come in for you. That okay. is like a side well, no, project right or. Oh, am I? Yeah. That's going to end up taking yeah, off and I'm making a, you quite yeah. a bit of money. What is it? <laughs> like, oh, God, well,
0: yeah, yeah, what is this? Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm a singer, and uh, I have been recording, and that's I've been doing more of that, especially in, you know, the quarantine. But also, I am also a massage therapist. I'm just not licensed. Oh. That. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right on. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so, so there it is. That. That,
1: so, well I see you going back to, I see you going back to that. Um, there's something else because the spirit is saying you're very good with your hands, so you have this healing ability, but there's mm-hmm. something else you're going to also be doing.:
0: There's okay. something else you're with also going to be
1: doing. Yeah, with your hands. Yeah, huh. specifically
0: okay.
1: And so the move that you do is right for you. For the people you need to connect with, okay? okay. So just remember that. It may not see that in the beginning, but it, you will make a lot of great connections there—soul tribe and soul family.
0: All right. Okay. Great, Hi,
1: Owen. Thank you for Thank calling you in. Thank you so it was great much to hear your voice.
0: I know so You're good welcome. to connect with you.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Okay, talk to you later. All right. Bye. Yeah, there's a real reshuffling right now, everyone, where people are really being placed where they need to be. Some of you, it'll be through the social, social media platforms, where you are, find yourself in these new groups or connecting or being more vocal, Be more vocal here on Awakenings or in the Awakenings group on Facebook, uh, other groups. You know, you'll just find yourself more vocal and being drawn to the right people. Many, many people are going to be moving, though, and these are soul moves, huge lifestyle way of living moves and changes, because you've completely wrapped up, there's been a karmic completion and karmic culmination, okay, oh, I lost track of where we were, Oh, oh let's see, here, wait for Robert, Robert, I think it's coming on 1245, hello, welcome to the program, you're on awakening. Hi, this Ms. is
5: um, Ms. Stacy, and I'm on a part-time job, and it's going to be ending soon. So I was wondering, you know, when you see more money coming in or, you know, better position.
1: Um, I feel like you'll, uh, September looks good. More to come. So if part, there might be more part-time jobs or you're doing contract work or something or freelance But it it shows that there is more to come and there's building. I would say towards the close of the year, you're going to be thinking about working differently or something new, or there could be a new position that comes in that is, um, in your mind, more stable, okay, kind of in a new direction. that
5: That means like December, the closing you said
1: in the year? Close of the year, but, you know, psychically, it depends on people. I I just talked with someone the other day, you know, sometimes it it depends on the people do they get out. Close of the year, yeah, December, maybe even November at the earliest. I don't know. I feel like October, November, you start looking at things differently. Uh, Oh, that means
5: like it. Oh, so you mean that's an office, like when you go to an office, or is that still remote in October, November?
1: I don't know. You're thinking differently. That's all I can say right now. Just a quick mini reading. So you just, I'm just kind of just going through the bullet points right now. So you're not there yet with how you're thinking. I feel like it's someplace else that you're going to interview or connect with another company or person that finds jobs, liaison that that says, oh, go in this direction or this is opened up now. You can do this. So just right where you're at
5: yeah 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 so because you, I've been here well, for seven months, yeah seven months, but it's ending, you know it's it was just something to look at on my resume, but you know it wasn't like what I went to school for, it was like appointment setting, you know it was entry mm-hmm. level, but You'll understand. It's just, you know, not what I wanted, but I wanted steady income, but it's not enough income to pay the bills. That's yeah. The problem. Yeah. But that sounds but right. But I feel that's said stunning. about
1: freelancers. Oh, do you? Okay, good. So just stay on the track that you're on right now, Stacy, is what I'm hearing. Just stay on the track that you're on, because it is leading you to that bigger position or job or yeah, more somehow it's more in tune with what you want. It might be something you've done, you know, before, or maybe you haven't done it, you haven't done it, but you would be good at it. But so you're on the right track. Oh, I appreciate you me. helping
5: me. Thank Thank you so much for taking my call as well. Thank you. You're Blessings so to you.
1: Blessings. Okay. Hello and welcome to Awakenings. Hello? Hello, hello.
5: Okay, let's see.
1: Hello, welcome to Awakening. You're on air. Hi, this is Cindy. Hey, Cindy. Welcome to
5: the program. Thank you. Um, I wondered the same thing about the move. Do you see a move
3: uh, in the next
5: year or any time
3: coming up for me?
1: Yeah, I feel a move, but I feel like you may not know where, or you might be looking at a few places. And it's, see, I don't know if it's going to be this year, maybe more next year.
4: More next year, okay.
1: Yeah, let's see. Yeah, things as far as I would say, time of Scorpio, um, October, no, October, no, yeah, October, November. Um, there seems to be more of a focus. Maybe, I don't know if you're looking online or you look maybe online and also in person. Um, now you're moving with someone, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. My
3: husband, yeah. Yeah.
1: Your husband. I was going to say you're moving with your husband. Okay. Because I was going to say, I do see a man involved helping make the decision, um, a partner, and I feel like it might be contingent on something about him or his work. We're both going to right. talk mm-hmm. about the best place to work. So, yeah, there's definitely a move. You're moving with him. You guys are going to Whoa. talk about it. Oh, that's great. We have a
3: grandbaby coming.
1: Oh, great, great. Okay. Well, there it is. So it's just a matter <laughs> Thank of time. You so much. But you're, on. you're welcome. Bye-bye. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. It's Amla. How are you? Hi, Amla, I'm doing great.
3: How are you? Good. Um, so I have a quick question about my friend Sarah. Like, it's been really weird, this guy that I, it's like her brother I dated. I, we were on and off, and now she's acting weird with me. What's going on with these between her and I? It's like we have this awesome conversation. Her birthday was this past Thursday, and I wanted to hang out with her, and she doesn't want to hang out with me.
1: It feels like I'm in second grade. I don't know what's going on. There's so much right now with relationships that are not as much in alignment. There's a lot going on with people being triggered, their own. It could be something you said or did and didn't know. Um, it could be just in their own mind, things, emotions. There's just a lot emotionally coming up. Part of this is many of you, especially Star Seed, Light Workers, healers, people that have been consciously on a path right now. Yes you've actually shifted a lot. You've grown. And so the old dynamics of relationships are not working the old way that you fit in and they fit in. And so it's causing more dissonance. And sometimes people don't know why it's like, well, we had a great time. I love this person. They're great. It's really on a soul level. The soul is kind of going, eh, this is not quite feeling so spiffy anymore. So, I feel like that's what's going on with your friend i If you can, my suggestion would be just allow space, focus on yourself, whatever you're doing. Yeah. If you feel like reaching out, reach out here and there but i what I would say is you perhaps need to alter your expectation about this person okay. and how much they'll be in your life okay. yeah it's it's happening for a lot of people it's happened to it's happened to me with somebody that I've known for so many years, and yeah. um, a great team, ever- mentor of Michelle, huh? do, you, do, you, do you feel or sense when
3: it might be shifting for me where I'm like, I'm not in transition mode? It sounds like what you're
1: saying is my soul is in transition mode from the old people to now new people coming in.
2: When well, you we, always,
1: of- well here, okay, we always have that every time we go to an up-leveling, like your first awakening, yes. that definitely happens. And then you heal yes. a bit emotionally and then it happens again. This is a bit right. different. This is, this is altering your whole lifestyle or how you live. This is a different, this is a much more um, extreme version. Think of it like extreme sports. You know, they have sports or they're like, oh, yeah, this, has to, this, is this, deeper. this is going to affect your whole, you know, environment, lifestyle, how you live. I'm telling you guys, the way people show up for you is going to be so different that you're like, "Whoa, what the hell happened?" or "Wow, that was so amazing." So it's a it's a quantum leap. We're all in this quantum leap right now in regards to relationships and people, So yeah, it's gonna. We always have this throughout the past, but this is a bit different. It's a, it's a lot more. I I would say in a way, it's not just as it's intense. It's it's just a lot more inclusive. It's affecting more parts of your life. Yes. Yes. All right. All okay. Right. We thank you, Michelle. That was so helpful. You're always helpful. Oh, so good. Oh, good. Thank You're you. so welcome.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: God, God bless. Peace. God bless. Hello. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. It's Joan. How's your day going? Hi, Joan. I'm doing great. How are you?
6: I'm good. Um... I was calling in today because I recently started dating someone and it's someone from my past. We actually grew up in the same town together. Um, and he kind of came back into my life unexpectedly. And I just wanted to get your opinion or see if you felt anything with him. Cause I feel like we've both been through a lot and have really grown the last, it's been 12 years since I've really seen him. And, um, so we seem very aligned, but I was just curious what you saw futuristically. His name is Jack. Okay. Oh,
1: looks good. Um, I don't feel like you both know what it's going to be. Okay. It feels like it's in this great un- unfolding. Does that make sense? Um,
6: yeah. Maybe it's he's kind still of so new, new. And he, yeah, new. he lives in Los Angeles and I'm still back. Um, I'm yeah. Like, and by where we grew up together, okay,
1: so maybe that's why it's looking at like what how would we do this on an everyday level? So let's see what so it's definitely a connection that was meant to come back around. I'm definitely hearing that. Um, well, it's getting you out of your shell, that's for sure. I don't know where to go. It does feel like, okay, there's Robert. Where is Robert? Oh, 623, different area code. I didn't get the, uh, okay. Sorry about that. Didn't get the number, Robert. Her guest is there, but I didn't have that number for him. Okay. Okay. Um. All right, so I feel like, let it unwind. You'll probably even see each other. I don't know if he's just out of a relationship. There seems to be something very up in the air for him. I feel like some grief around it. Um, I don't know if the yeah, parents or somebody terrible. passed. What happened? Yeah, he, some grief he, he, he lost his through.
6: mom when he was, yeah, he lost his mom when he was young. And um, there's something with, like, a past relationship. There's, like, a lot going on. Like, he's been very open. Yeah, that's what I, I feel like. like. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So just let it be. I feel like it's pulling you out of your shell. I don't know. You may just be working through some stuff together because I feel a lot Mm -hmm. of grief. I feel like the grief around him. There's something with the mom passing on. There's something with the past relationship, but it's triggering the grief. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. But it it is moving you forward. It's getting you out of your kind of funk. Own, your space so just yeah, in, yeah yeah enjoy for what it is yeah yeah you both are kind of helping each other get through something that's more of a astro- astrologically called six house relationship so it's, it has a lot to do with um healing healing okay okay yeah. maybe a lot of conversations okay. healing okay cool thank yeah. you so much for calling in that's great thank, thank you Bye. Okay, everyone, if you didn't get your question answered, I'm here next week. Call in. Get in the queue um, earlier. It's time for our awakening conversation um, and dialogue today. We have Robert Wilkinson, who is back with us, astrologer, metaphysician, and author. Um, You can find out more information about Robert and his work that he does, amazing um, counseling, spiritual counseling through astrology by going to Aquarius
2: Yes, hello. Hello. Very good. I could
1: feel you, but I couldn't. I didn't. I have three numbers for you, and I don't have that one,
2: unfortunately. It's still Mercury stationary direct square Mars. And, you know, they Yes, exactly. So there is a tendency while Mercury is still in its shadow zone that. Things like this will happen. So I don't really worry too much about it, but I will tell everybody to slow down because Mercury's been squaring Mars and it's going to be squaring Mars all month. So stop jumping to conclusions. That's, Ooh, that's a good this one. This is not okay, the time wow. to jump to conclusions. Okay, this is an important factor because we have to figure out what's ours and what's generic. And generically mm. a Mercury and Cancer square Mars and Aries is very impulsive. It's very impulsive. Okay. It jumps the gun. And that's why in astrology, because there's each planet has a duality. Each one is a function within us. And we either have the healthy functioning Mars or the unhealthy functioning Mars. The healthy Mercury, the unhealthy Mercury. You know, the unhealthy mercury, our thoughts, lead us into a ditch. A healthy mercury mm-hmm. leads us to our soul. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's mm-hmm. crucial. That's the benefit if our practice, our spiritual practice, is not serving our personality integration. If it's not serving mm-hmm. us to get a grip on our body and our feelings and our mind so that we know the difference between what's our stuff and what's just stuff in the atmosphere that we are unconsciously reacting yeah.
5: to?
2: Okay? Yeah, because there's I so much a of that right Pisces. now, right? Well, I, I have a Jupiter in Pisces. When I was a kid, I felt everything. And I took it all personally. And I didn't realize I was like this open radio, picking up on, on sorrow and tragedy and frustration and everything in the atmosphere. Once I understood that, then I didn't have to take it personally. Okay, and there's some stuff that, yeah, and everything that pushes our buttons shows us really the value of our practice and where we need to up our game, where we need to really focus. Because think about it, we want comfort, we want it reliable, we want it easy, we want to know this is the way it is. But yet a great spiritual teacher used to talk about the value of the unexpected. Because what happens is it quickens us. It brings our attention to immediate focus on what do we care about? What is the value? Mm -hmm. Was this a thoughtless thing or did I choose this thing? It's one thing to go swimming in a hurricane and get caught in a riptide because you're an idiot. It's another thing to go in and try to save your kid from a riptide and get pulled out on your own. You see what I mean? There's a big difference in the the identical action motivated by two different things, or in one case it's motivated by ignorance, in the other case it's motivated by selflessness. It it's the whole thing about our awareness. What are we doing? That's what I mean. I, I don't much like when things take me by surprise, and I really don't like it when people get in my face, and they get very aggressive, mm-hmm. and they get very assertive, and they start really laying it on me. I don't like that. Right. And it pushes my buttons because I have I'm an Aries with a Sun-Mars conjunction in Aries. That kind of stuff would get my back up. When I were younger and I would start thinking this about them and I would start feeling like I had to do this and say this and think about that and feel this. And with my practice these you know, past 50 years, I've actually been able to step back from the impulsiveness of the lower nature because, again, it's kind of like either we are conscious of what we're doing or we're not. And some of my notes, I always take notes when I'm listening to you and and the people calling in. One of the notes is we need to get Capricorn this year so we can move into Aquarius next year. And see, Mm -hmm. Capricorn's about personal responsibility. That's what this whole thing in Capricorn's about, the Jupiter, Mm. the Saturn, the Pluto, all those conjunctions. This is the year where we get to see how self-disciplined we are, how patient we are, how mature we are. Are yeah. we building the personality structure that will serve us to be good Aquarian servants in the world in 2021 and 2022? So there's really not much point in complaining. It's kind of like with the mask thing. I mean, an inconvenience is not an oppression.
1: Oh, I know. Everybody, okay, I'm like, there's so know, much more to think to, about than that.
2: Well, we have to be responsible. What are we responsible yeah. for? What aren't we responsible for? What is our discipline, and how gladly do we wear our yoga? Because yoga means yoke. Yeah. You know. Again, and yeah. it has to do with the secret of the devil card in the tarot, being followed by the star. I used to teach this. See, the devil mm. is Capricorn. The star is Aquarius. In order to move from Capricorn shaping and training this year into the Aquarian ideal over the next two years, because of that great mutation that's coming in December, and the pulses are already there, we're moving into a 20-year Aquarian era and a 200-year air era, and it's not going to be Mm -hmm. the age of Aquarius per se, but it's now building. The momentum is building. The tide is moving in that direction it's already started in April. We talked about this in the last show. It's going to be cemented into collective consciousness beginning in December. And so this year, what chains are we wearing? You know, the devil card. They wear chains The that are large enough you can take them off if you want. It's really the right. voluntary chains that we wear based on limited perception. That's why the devil sits on a two-dimensional cube. Okay, because that deals with the two-dimensional view of things. We have to get both mm. length width, and breadth, and if possible, that fourth-dimensional view of time. How did this come about? How did we get here now? Where do we want to go? And how do we live and think in the future so that each step we take in the now takes us closer to that ideal? And, you know, stop putting it on other people, stop putting it on circumstances, because all things are not ours to do, but what we get to do, we get to do excellently, and this is what this coming Mars storm is going to teach us, is we had Uranus awaken us to a whole new part to play in the cosmic choir, and you and I talked about Mm -hmm. that two, three years ago. You know, are we singing, when are we singing solos, when are we singing harmonies, when are we singing unisons, and when are we supposed to shut up? And who are we singing with? And we were awakening to that 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. You know, we really started practicing it in 2019. Now we're here in 2020, and we have all these Capricorn structures we're dealing with, the Jupiter structure, the Saturn structure, the Pluto structure. And Capricorn can be oppressive. Yes, it can, because it can yes. force us into a yeah. discipline we don't want to do. But in order you know Saturn rules Capricorn, but it also rules Aquarius. And, so, and I talk I, about that in my book on Saturn, is that the two sides of Saturn, plus its exaltation energies in Libra. Represent the picture of those parts of us, which by taking command of the work, taking responsibility, doing what we have to do, persevering, hopefully with a good sense of humor, we will fulfill our purpose for being here perfectly. And it's not about what other people are doing or not doing or what it might look like to somebody else. This is about us living authentically. Because i find it really the seems more like that, Yeah.
1: You've got a little bit of a delay here, Robert. It seems like it in a way it's a, even if you're coupled, it's a solo thing right now. It's a lot about what are you doing? What do you really want? What is your truth? There seems to be a lot placed right now on the individual. And even you said, you know, it's not about what other people are doing or say to do.
2: You that
1: actually, what that you just bit.
2: said about the, how it seems like this is forcing individuals to, to witness, to bear responsibility, to do their own inventory, so to speak. And that's the right. truth, because Capricorn is okay. where we accept personal power in our society. Are we living ah. our sense of things? And not just that, because the first half deals with crystallization of personal power within a group setup, but the second half of Capricorn deals with group performance. Because no mm-hmm. individual can have power apart from the group in which they play a vital part. We are not separate from each other. You and I are part of a much larger group. We may not meet for yeah. you know, tea and sympathy every Thursday, but we're definitely part of a larger group. And see, this is the thing most people don't understand. They are not the body, they are not the feelings, they are not the mind. They are a soul spirit. They are an eternal, having a human experience. And they're dealing with all this stuff because the mind draws all of its erroneous conclusions, because it thinks it's either or, it's very binary. It tends to reference Mm -hmm. the subconscious mind with all of those uncertain, fear-shaped images and responses that reside in each one of us until we actually do face ourselves. We say, okay, I've got to get a grip on my body. I've got to get a grip on my feelings, and I've got to get a grip on my mind. My mind is taking me into places I don't want to go, so I need to redirect here. And there's no substitute for personal self-discipline. Nobody else can make right. you redirect your mind. Nobody else can stop you from being jealous. Nobody else can stop you from being afraid. Nobody else can stop your vanity from running your life into a ditch. And we can do it, though. That's, that's why I said Saturn, That I had to write the book, because Saturn is that part of us, that when we master that, we master life. We really do. And we accept that which we can change with maturity and thoughtfulness and and a a real self-disciplined acceptance of of dharma, of destiny, of fulfilling ourselves, all that other stuff that isn't really ours, I've learned not to sweat it because sooner rather than later, if I don't cling to an illusion, it's going to show itself. I'm going to see it in its true Mm -hmm. nature because I want to see things in their true nature. Look, a, a great uh, a great guy, Scott Pack. I I knew him a long time ago. And we were having a discussion right before one of his you know, book signings. And we were laughing about something. He says, well, you know, I'd rather be disillusioned than illusioned because it's a better way to live. And wow. I just busted out laughing. Yeah, because it's the truth. Dis- nobody wants to be disillusioned, right? But think about what that means. You are no longer Under an illusion And if it's an illusion It has no inherent reality So why are we buying into it That's why we learn To face things As they are Without referencing our not knowing Into a form of shame or blame Because if we don't know something We certainly can't be to blame For not knowing it We just have to learn it If we're supposed to learn it And I think people do shape A lot of reactive feeling as a result of their childhood. Because, again, we've talked about this in prior uh, times. As you know, I frame it that there are 12 areas of human existence. There are four levels across three dimensions. And the levels are the the material, the emotional, the mental, and the spiritual across the personal Mm -hmm. dimension, the interpersonal dimension, and the transpersonal dimension. That's why we keep learning. We might be great at at processing our own feelings, but not be able to deal with somebody else. You know, we may not That's have right. that, that certainty and comfort of knowing we really are on a genuine path to truth that opens us to the joy of life and the joy of relationship and the joy of the eternal learning realization. You know, most people, they, they get all worried about, you know, next month's electric bill. And I know it's tough when when you're juggling money. Once upon a time, I had to. I sweat bullets for years until I learned not to. I had to learn to step back from the fear and the lack and think, well, okay, if I need to make money, what do I want to learn that might be really cool that the world will pay me for? And I learned a dozen different skills across the years. I, I never worried about what to do. People were always throwing money at me because everything I'd learn I'd do well. And so mm-hmm. to me, the issue isn't when am I going to get a job or what's going to happen. It's like what are your skills? You, we all have skills. And this is how you know, are we doing our being. You know, because when we identify with the higher and we get our lower vehicle integrated, we know what to do. We know where to go. We pay attention to that bulletin board. We think of picking up the phone and making that call because we're in tune with all that is. That's yeah. the thing, yeah. and, and and we have all the planets within us. <clears throat> and again, I mean sometimes we do have to take our practice from the inner realization to the outer application. And that's where mm-hmm. our planets symbolize our inner energies, you know, who we are. And all we have to do is really express the the higher function of that planet in that moment. So let's talk about Mars, because Mars yeah. is... is
0: it Mars is, is
2: doing a little dance on everybody's
1: head. Robert, it's doing a dance on everyone's head right now, especially in relationships.
2: Well, Mars' duality is is grace and sin, sin as in error, not as in moral guilt. Either you are Mm -hmm. expressing yourself with grace or you're expressing yourself in an erroneous way, meaning you're misfiring Mm -hmm. or overdoing it or underdoing it or... You know, attacking the wrong thing or, you know, mistaking effect for cause. You know, all those good Mars things, because Mars is how we attack the problems of life. And there's a higher Mars expression and a lower one. And that's where we're – all of us have to do this anyway. It's not like it happens just because Mars is in Aries and about to go retrograde. I mean, the thing is, are we choosing our Mars response? Or are we just impulsively reacting and that's what mm. mars teaches us is have we just jumped mm-hmm. into something we need to jump back out of or are we really mm-hmm. you know initiating something that needs to be done and so mars also being the warrior is also the guardian <laughs> mm. so okay How- Excuse me, but Go ahead. The, your, the warrior um, is the guardian. That's the archetype. Yeah. The warrior knows the warrior, how to guard okay. boundaries, guard resources, okay. knows when to move forward, knows when to hold the line, knows when to retreat, and how to retreat strategically. It's the one in us that guards our boundaries. If okay, that's so interesting, Robert, because it's, it's, it's interesting Right, we don't
1: think so much, except I can say as a therapist, we say when you get annoyed, irritated, angry, your boundaries have been overstepped. You've allowed someone to overstep them, you know, or someone has just overstepped it. So I've never quite heard that before with Mars. So you're saying, so it's not just action and movement where we're putting our energy or this warrior, but it's also a a guardian for us or to us?
2: Yes, Mars is our guardian. It's the part of us that says this far and no farther. And regarding the therapeutic business about toxic anger, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross explained that there are two kinds of anger. There's righteous anger and there's toxic anger. Righteous anger is that 15 minutes when you're seeing a child being abused that you want to just go take their head off. But then yeah, after but then 15 minutes, it settles down and it either moves you to write something or do something or, you know, it moves you to, to act upon it or take it to a higher non-physical yes. level of, of it? prayer, you do something of meditation. Uh, yeah, thoughtful. Right, right. you did something. The toxic yeah, anger is when it just settles in and you're just angry for anger's sake because it's covering up yeah. a deep grief. Usually. Yes. And a lot of people stay
1: stuck there, unfortunately.
2: That's because they're afraid of their own Mars. They haven't claimed it. They were told not to be aggressive. They were told to be good little boys and girls. Mm -hmm. They were told not to be Mm -hmm. too assertive or abrasive because somebody might not like it. And so people walk around with a muffler on their Mars. And Mars is the part of us that says, no, I'm not going to do that. You know, Mars says, I think I am right. going to do that, and I don't care if you do it with me or not. I'm, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to write this book. I'm going to write this book. If you don't have a good warrior, you can't write a book because you can't persist in initiating and pushing the idea across a keyboard and pixels. If you don't push it, the book doesn't get written. That's the warrior. You have to be able to march 500 miles from the very first letter you type to the very last point where you sign off on it. And that's a 500-mile march. I know it. I've done it six times. And and you have to be – because it doesn't write itself. If you want to learn about relationship, you can't do it reading books. You you have to actually go out and interact – And know when to say yes, when to say no, when to say, hey, you want to go out for tea, you know, just you want to go out for a walk on the beach. No, that's not an invitation for a date. That's just a walk on the beach. You know, that's the part of us that can assert ourselves with clarity and with directness because it's about our strength. Mars is iron. This is this is the iron in us. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. the strength in us. So we have to have mm-hmm. a good functioning Mars and Mars being exercised doesn't develop through not exercise. <laughs> we have to exercise our <laughs> Mars if we want to be good. And and that means sometimes we bungle it, you know, sometimes oh my god, I said something before I should have said anything. But again, right. that's where we don't shrink from our Mars. We just say, oh, okay, I'm not going to do that again. I won't make that assumption. I won't take that for granted. I won't, you know, presume that this means that. Yeah, because everything mm-hmm. is about refining our expression. Now, Mars is at home in Aries, and so I fully expect things to be inflamed. I'm feeling a lot more up. It's on my Mars right or on my Sun right now. It's going to be on my Mars and Mercury for. Oh, the next six months. So I'm going to have this it's going to give me a good checkup on how is my Aries functioning. Okay, so it will inflame things. But, this, again, if you must do battle, the warrior knows your most valuable weapon is your shield and not your sword. This is the time to be a good shield person. Not necessarily, you know, you, look, with Mars retrograde, it may be you have to see what pushes your buttons and what makes you feel impulsive or aggravated. You might have to back down from it because a Mars retrograde slows everything down. It puts it into slow motion or even reverse. And many times, people get really angry and frustrated because everything they thought was moving forward all of a sudden is on hold. Yeah. they the trick. Oh, I felt that. They're, Yeah. There the trick is if plan A isn't moving forward and it's stalled out somehow, go do B, C, and D that'll support A when it's time to pick it back up in November. And see, right now we're at the very beginning of the Mars and Aries pulse, and of course we have Mercury square Mars, as I said earlier, so slow down, people. Just slow it Mm -hmm. down all month. Don't jump to conclusions. Don't be pushing an argument. Don't be pushing a decision. Mercury's still in its shadow zone. This is not the time to force anything. And I will say, that said, we've had a solar eclipse and two lunar eclipses. I think I talked about that on the last show. And what it was, the, the Gemini eclipse was the world teaching for the year, and that's all about... It's like a cosmic moment of pause, and we have to be alertly ready to act without falling into distress and not knowing what's ahead. And then we have the right. solar eclipse, which is things are shutting down, we're all changing direction. We're all lowering one flag and raising a new one and shifting our allegiances anyway. So uh, if somebody's shifting their allegiance, they have to be free to go shift their allegiance because they're yeah. they're following that inner law of – that's been triggered by the eclipse. We can't stop people from shifting gears or shifting directions.
1: There's so much of that right now, Robert, this, this shifting gear, shifting relationship um, importance in certain relationships may not be there as much, you know?
2: Well, this is, again, we are learning the disciplines. We are getting the structures. Mm -hmm. Does this fit into our structure? Does this fit into our purpose? Does this fit into our plan? Because we're all being called to an Aquarian ideal. That got triggered by Mm -hmm. Mars conjunct Saturn at one Aquarius back there on March 31st. That's the exact degree where the grand mutation is taking place in December. And it's all about the immortalization of an ideal and joining with others in... In a spiritual work that will outlive us You know, in other words Mm -hmm. There's going to be a great formation Of group energies And it's already started And that's what I mean If if they're not our friends Then they're not members of our group Because friendships and groups are both The 11th house in astrology And they're both represented Mm -hmm. by the sign Aquarius And it's okay We don't have to belong to all clubs We just have to belong to the one that we most Perfectly fit in because who we are and our skill set is valuable as as being you know, part of the whole. That we feel like mm-hmm. that we are appreciated, and that we bring our gift, we bring our song to the choir. You know, we bring our voice to the choir, and that's what this is all about. Because Mars is going to go retrograde on the cosmic choir. The music of the spheres, it's the same thing that Uranus just opened up in 2017, 2018, 2019 for us. So Mm -hmm. we are now approaching this storm. We've just hit it with, right now, Sun opposed Jupiter yesterday, Sun's opposing Pluto today. And this is where I want everybody to go to AquariusPapers.com, read the article from day before yesterday on the oppositional evolutionary configuration. I did an entire article mm-hmm. on the evolutionary configurations being triggered by this particular set of oppositions. It, it See, to me, the opposition is the most powerful and the best aspect you can have because it brings awareness. It, it may bring polarization, but it certainly can bring awareness. And yeah, it's bringing aware, a lot of
1: awareness, yes, yes.
2: If you are aware, you have the ability to deal with any duality, any polarity, any opposition, because you're going to be able to go to that higher self and its integrated view and find a way to encompass the entire opposition in a larger way of progress. Now, Mm -hmm. right now, we also have Mars conjunct Chiron starting a whole new two-year cycle in terms of healing energies, that article's on July 12th, so that's three days ago. The Mercury Square <laughs> Mars article is on July 7th. And Mercury just went stationary direct at 6 Cancer on a degree of the past giving up its life to feed our future. So don't cling to the past. <laughs> this is about, mm-hmm. Everything is yeah. feeding our future. And that article was, uh, had two of them on the 9th and the 10th of July. Now, Mars entered Aries on the 26th of June. All of you should read that because that will give you a snapshot of what you can expect to happen the next six months. And it is six months of Mars squaring Jupiter and Saturn and Pluto. This month, we kind of get the T-square. It's a little offset. But towards the end of this month... I feel it. (laughs) Mercury is going to be opposing the planets in Capricorn, especially beginning with Jupiter, and Mars begins its square to Jupiter. So we have a Mercury opposed Jupiter, T squared by Mars at the end of July. So that's big. We also get more T squares in September and October, but from planets in Libra. So the, the, at this point, toward the end of this month, when we get the T square, Cancer, Capricorn, Aries, Practice good Libra skills. Be balanced, be fair, be just, be moderate, be diplomatic. That will help you during the retrograde squares in October when everything in Libra is opposing the Mars retrograde and squaring the Capricorn. That void into Cancer, we will need good shields. We will need good health. Yeah, that's, I, I feel space. like
1: politically, that could be, especially in the United States, politically, that could be, ooh, a touchy, a touchy time.
2: Politically, we are headed into probably the worst storm since the last yeah. half of 1860. And I mean that. This, this is a difficult wow. time. And we do yeah. have, see now, The thing is, if any of us have a planet or a point in the last 10 degrees of Aries, Cancer, Libra, or Capricorn, we will be impacted. There is no question. The, The thing about Mars, though, is it feels like you're moving forward, then it slows down, then it either stops, even goes backward, whatever, during the retrograde. The thing about Mars retrograde, it, it is said that oh, well, beware of getting bogged down in things that seem start normally and then they just become struggles for survival. You know, be aware mm-hmm. of passive aggressive people or or indirect actions yeah. that can set you up for a hassle. Okay, but I'm not really paranoid about that stuff because if you're seeing clearly and they can't appeal to your greed or your superstition or your ignorance, then you're probably not going to be set up. But what you will have to do is be able to adapt to the other pace. The thing is these squares, Mars squares Jupiter and Pluto the first half of August. It squares Saturn the second half of August. Now, these are transit-to-transit, so they're generic aspects. Can't take them personally. Mm Becoming aware of right. knowing what is ours and what is just generic. Okay, mm-hmm. you know this that's is a good. That's good advice. Too.
1: That's good advice. That should be our one of one of our intro
2: mantras. Is this
1: mine or is this generic? Is this mine? Or that's this
2: right. Because look, right? if we're gonna feel, we're gonna feel all that is. We're going to be exactly. feeling the stress of our neighbors. We're going to be feeling the stress of the the clerks down there, you know, wearing the mask, you know, handling food, and you know, we're feeling yeah. everything. And the trick yeah. is, don't not feel. The trick is to feel yeah. it with infinite compassion, but don't take it personally. That's so you know, important. This is Robert. about There's so many the people start awakening.
1: Yeah, so many people start awakening, and then I, I get sometimes clients go, but I don't want to feel now. I'm feeling too much. And I'm like, well, you you can't awaken and, and be more intuitive and get all these wonderful, you know, Look,
2: if they're feeling too messages. much, they need to maybe, again, shields, because at one point I wanted to expand beyond all limitation, and it almost killed me, and I had to start rebuilding some shields, you know, because you can't just be an open receiver to the entire world. Nobody can do that except mm-hmm. maybe Sanat Kumara, you know, the Lord of the World or something. Yeah, but, but no, but I mean, you're,
1: the point is, yeah, you're no. going to feel as you open up. Wait, now, Rob, we do have a question. I know we have a little delay here in the chat <laughs> from Wolves World's Bretna. What signs again in the last ten degrees? You said they're going to be affected. Oh,
2: okay. Well, I think you said in terms she, of people so she can that are look, affected, mm-hmm. Mars will go in August forward. In late Aries, and if you have anything in the last 10 degrees of Aries, Cancer, Libra, or Capricorn, Mm -hmm. they will be impacted by this Mars moving forward but slowing down. Then Mars goes retrograde in early September, and, and then makes all those squares again between late September and all of October retrograde. So pay attention to what shows up in August because it may show you what has to be either undone, redone, reworked, rethought. The timing might have to change, the structure might have to change before things can actually move forward in November. So if things are bogging right. down and they're getting they're going sideways and they're confused, welcome to the club. You know, yeah, <laughs> as they say, don't get your Your knickers in a bunch if things are going a little bit weird because they are weird. In fact, (laughs) things are in Mm -hmm. fact, you know, very centrifugal because this this Mercury Square Mars is great for assessing things on a practical level, really understanding. Mm -hmm. You might say how to exercise the light touch as we move toward the goal. But the thing is, because of where Mercury went direct. We have to finish up whatever we need to finish up before seeking entrance to the beyond. Period. Mm. People, they don't so really want to finish it. They want to. They just want to move on. You know, they don't want to process out the sorrow, the heaviness, the grief, the whatever that things are over. Whatever was is mm-hmm. over. I mean, we are living in a new world and we have to adapt to certain realities, and that'll be true whether or not a vaccine is <laughs> this or that. You know, this is a whole right. different world we face. And as you and I talked about a few years back on the subject of learning to think in the future, it, when we learn to think in the future, then we're not taken unawares when the future arrives. We're ready for it. We have the skills, we have the training, we have the preparation. We're learning to think, how do we want to steer our vehicle in August, September, October? What do we need? What are we confronting? Mm -hmm. So pay attention in August, and you're going to know what you need late September through late October. Now, it's not like that these squares just exist in a vacuum, because, for example, in August, we have a lot of trines from Leo to the Mars and Aries. And in that case, that fiery, trinal harmony understanding can be released and demonstrated through the Capricorn. See, then the harmony of Mars expresses through the square. And it's just like in September, when everything's in Virgo, trining the Capricorn, then we can use the Capricorn energies to release that harmony of Earth understanding through the Mars and Aries. But because Mars will be stationary, don't expect things to move very fast. Because it's on the degree Mm -hmm. of the cosmic choir, we get to rethink the songs we're singing and who we're singing it with and how do we want to sing it and can we even sing it. And there's no harm. Let's just say, as you quoted our old friend, the I Ching, to defer is not to abandon to defer is not to abandon. Sometimes we need to put things on hold for a while. We need to slow things down a little bit. Mm-hmm. We do not need to push forward right now. There's a hurricane coming. We don't want to launch our boat right. We want the hurricane to pass. Then we will know when to launch our boats with who to launch our boats. So the the squares retrograde late September – Uh, Mars is going to square Pluto right after Pluto goes direct, first half of October, big T-squares in in all of September and October. And then at some point, October, November, Mercury is going to be retrograde. It's going to go retrograde at 12 Scorpio. Well, that has bookended the whole year, and it deals with the embassy ball. We've all been raising our game in how we relate to other people. We've Mm -hmm. all been having to be more... Formal, More ambassadorial More diplomatic, less casual You know, less everyday We've been raising our gain And this is now the third right. year in a row That Mercury retrograde has bookended it We got the power of our Spiritual ancestry In 2018 We got our connection with the one In 2019 Now we get to meet And greet each other at a much higher Level In 2020 and the last of the squares, Aries to Capricorn, is the plus or minus three days of the solstice. So <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: welcome to the solstice. Then the Jupiter conjunct Saturn. Then Mars leaves its shadow zone in an Aries and enters Taurus in early January, squares Jupiter or squares Saturn in Aquarius. Then Jupiter, it's exact on inauguration day. It is a total inflammation between a Moon-Mars-Uranus conjunction at like 7 degrees of Taurus with Jupiter at 7 degrees of Aquarius, and Saturn's like at 4 Aquarius, and there's other planets in Aquarius that are going on. Again, I've got this in those articles that I gave you. You know, so definitely uh, they're all between July 7th and uh, July 13th, except for that Mars going into Aries on June 26th. Uh, Again, that's in the archives. But these are important because it will help you see what's going on and how to navigate. Why are there delays? Why is this happening? Why Why is that happening? You know, because, again, if you can see that this is what's going on, don't take it personally if somebody responds the way that they respond, because we don't choose for anyone else. We, we, we don't. And as you know, I mean, um, I finally started the work back up on my book about Venus and love Oh, and relationships. Oh, okay. Yes, I've begun to write it again, and I'm farther along than I even thought, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. And the thing is, I think that right relationships is everything and that as we learn not to clutch and not to devalue ourselves, Mm -hmm. we can really dance at a very high and wonderful level with each other. You and I have danced now on your show and actually in your place 10 years now. Mm -hmm. 10 years I've been on your show. Yeah, I've looked through the archives. I've got stuff from 2010. And we have danced. Wow. We, we've yeah. really tried uh, – I've tried to bring everything I can to the table of you and your guests, everything I've yeah. ever learned. And, you know, with the only hope that people would become more aware and, and pay it forward, you know, live their lives in a compassionate, mindful, fun-loving, playful, creative way – Bring some lightness to the world. Bring, bring awareness. Bring some joy. Bring a little bit of detachment to things because people get way too attached, and and ego mm-hmm. constantly changes. This is about us remembering we are Atma Buddhi Manas. We are a higher triad. We are spirit. We are soul, and we are imagination. Learning how to navigate mm-hmm. this. Dualistic reality, this impermanent reality with this body, these feelings, and this lower mind. We weren't raised by saints and sages, you know, the school system didn't teach us how to become high when we were kids. No. <laughs> All that it did was regiment us. our whole adult life is basically learning how to be ourselves by getting out of our own way. And allowing our soul spirit to take command of our personality.
1: And that's what we're doing here. I need people to remember we're doing it for ourselves, but for generations to come. This will be the template. You know, we're, what we are doing um, will be the design, you know, in, in essence. That Oh, gosh, Robert, you gave such great um, insight and information, such great wisdom. Uh, Crystal Gretton in the chat is saying, you two have been blessed with dancing with each other. You both bring us so much wisdom. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Sue. Thank you. Yes, So Robert, I think, yeah, we're winding out. Um, I hope you're coming back sooner than later. You gave us so much great information, sure. especially with this idea of the shield. I love that, with the shield of how to deal with this Mars energy, you know, um, in a very well, if more nothing uplifting... else. That's
2: all a mask is is it's a shield. Mhm, That's the metaphor is we need a shield mm. so we may continue to breathe in an unobstructed way. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. and, and breath, Well, great to have traveled metaphor. with
1: you. Yeah, you've been on yeah. my mind because I wanted um, – there's some stuff I want to do with you again. So um, get, get sure. some of your insights Get a hold of me. Yeah, so, yeah, I definitely will.
2: All right, doing, thank I'm, you so I'm much. I'm starting to do Zoom these days, so – it, it's going to be. Oh, fun.
1: great! Okay, wonderful! Wow! Well, great to have traveled with you. I still remember when I met you originally. I think it was in Encinitas to
2: so some. Yes, group. it was. Yes, it was. Yeah, I was giving and then a call. you were teaching yeah. up.
1: At, you're giving a talk, and then up in LA. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It, and that was yeah, it. that was where we connected. It was at uh, the Reverend Rick's down in Encinitas. And yes. Um, that's yeah, and uh, I didn't know he was going to video me that night, and I still don't know where that video is, and he never did get a release from me. So <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, it's There's there's a brilliant talk in somebody's archives, and nobody knows where it is.
1: Nobody knows where it is, yeah. Well, many more to come. All right, Robert, thank you for being on the program with us. Um, come you back bet. soon. Thank you so much. You bet. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. That was Robert Wilkinson, uh, astrologer, metaphysician, author. A um, couple of his books that are great, especially for these times, A New Look at Mercury Retrograde and Saturn, Spiritual Teacher, Spiritual Friend. You can find out more information about Robert and also read the articles that he talked about in our Awakening Dialogue by going to AquariusPapers.com. Wow, I love connecting with all of you. Um, Great to have traveled with all of you this this length of time and continue to do so. Um, so anything awakenings, any questions, comments, or email questions, go ahead and email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Also, again, guest suggestions, topic suggestions. You can connect with me on SoulPlayground.life. Join me on YouTube, Soul Insights by Michelle Mache. Um, Share and connect with me on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, I love you guys so much. Um, You really brighten my day and got a lot of great information from Robert. I love that about the shield. All right, everyone, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and, of course, keep awake.
0: I've always felt different.
1: the wake up with michelle Michet. be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help personal growth metaphysics and spirituality the soul path of awakening understand what living awake is